2: Welcome to What That Old Queen? A candid and adult take on queer life quandaries at a certain age. So please listen at your own discretion. Presented by Bernie and Tommy, their views are their own and in no way reflect those of any service you may hear this program on. Now, let your ears be upstanding for the <coughs> Old Queen. You know when you've um, organised a party and um, no one turns up? I think I know where this is going. <laughs> we did our best to try to get some very nice people to come but they've all got different excuses i know So we rate the excuses (laughs) well yeah we've already had this discussion so your favorite was i'm trapped in north wales (laughs) trapped in north wales is quite good particularly because of the rail strikes Mm. that are going on at the moment and the icy roads icy roads yeah But I also liked I'm waiting for the Christmas tree to be delivered. (laughs) That's very seasonal. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we can talk about Christmas trees later. Uh, but here we are. It's it's me and you for our queer quandary. I've got a feeling of deja vu. I think the last episode that we did last year, it was just me and you as well. Was it? Yeah, because the guest didn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there might be a bit of coughing this episode because Tommy and I are still getting over flu. Have you got much on in the lead-up to Christmas? <laughs> what, in terms of clothing or...? <laughs> well, judging by your Instagram pictures often not so much Uh, not so much (laughs) yeah there seems to be something every night up until christmas now what's something to wear Uh, well something to wear and also somewhere to be (laughs) last Uh, night i think i probably had the best night in the lead up to christmas i got into bed and watched dot cotton's funeral and at four mince pies. Well, I, I bought you a mince pie today as well. I know. Our top favourite, uh, Marks & Spencer's finest mince pie, as voted by when we actually had people for our co quandary a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, what else have we got? We've got some pigs in blanket flavoured crisps, also from Marks & Spencer's. I mean, they don't officially sponsor us, but they kind of are tonight. What do you think? I think they're delicious. Yeah, I don't know if they taste like pigs and blankets. No, they taste like roast chicken. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but does everything just taste like roast chicken? How you, did you lose your taste buds when you had the flu? No, not particularly. Did you? Well, I, I did. I was drinking some wine, and it didn't taste very nice. But I think it was just the wine wasn't very nice. What my, else have you been doing for the run-up to Christmas? My sciatica's back. Oh, uh, but I think it's part of the flu, because mine's back as well. Mm. So yeah, that's also not been great. <laughs> I literally don't have any energy. It's too cold to go out, mm. and I don't. Re- I can't really move that much. So. <laughs> but I think for me, tomorrow is like a, a, a new new beginning. It's a new day, it's a new dawn. Yeah, and I'm going to throw myself into the Christmas season with unabashed seasonality. Great. In what form would that be, do you think? Well, I'm going to be going to parties Mm. and boozing and trying to find something appropriate to wear that's warm, but also... Revealing. Well, I also want to wear a fur coat, but you can't really get away with that these days. My opinion of that is it's already dead, so what does it matter? I know I'm on the verge of getting cancelled here. But But I kind of think, well, that animal is actually dead, so... Well, this particular one... It's vintage, right? Yeah, it died at least 40 years ago. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure it'll be delighted that you're wearing it. It's getting some use out of its skin. Yeah, well... Maybe. Listeners, send us your views on this. Yeah, you what do you guys think? I don't know. Anyway, happy Christmas. (laughs) Um, Now, both of us are hooked on The Traitors. Yes, love The Traitors. Was that something that you watched when you were ill? Yeah. Yeah, It's only only really started, hasn't it? Mm. We've had two weeks of it, I guess. I love Claudia, and I love her sartorial decisions. Yeah. um, Which, apparently, there's someone making those decisions for her. But, like, she... She does sort of dress in a very particular, slightly androgynous way. Yeah. And she's also got these, like, massive jumpers with big um, hoods. Yeah. Not hoods, collars. Collars, yeah. 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 Which look great. Yeah. I'm not sure I could pull that off, but I'd love one. I mean, hers wouldn't fit me. It probably would be really tight on me. (laughs) Well, you've probably got a thicker neck. Yeah, I think I have, yeah. But she's she's great, and I love her kind of villainess kind of role, mm. in a way. And it's just a little boiling pot of people's emotions, isn't it? Everyone's crying, and lots of people are um, not sat down to eat their food, which <laughs> worries me. There's a lot of just, like, eating food from bowls while standing around and... Yeah. Pacing the room. Is there not like a... Well, they all tend to hate eat breakfast together sat around a table. Mm. But other than that, they seem to be just like... Sort all a bit ad hoc. Yeah. This just seems to be a constant buffet. Mm. And the traitors, what do you think of them? Well, we love the Welsh dragon, mm. Amanda... She's brilliant. I think I'm team Amanda. Someone said that she, the best actress goes to. <laughs> uh, she's so good and has kind of kept everybody's eyes off of her in such a way that she's never ever been accused. And did she say something like to Will? Is it Will or Wilf? Uh, Will. I think it might be Wilf. Actually. Yeah. Um, she said something like, "Don't throw me under the bus." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because there was a bit of under-the-bus throwing. Mm. But, you know, I felt I felt like it ha- kind of had to happen in that moment. She was the weakest link. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, no. Would you be a traitor if you were on it? I think I'd like to be a traitor. I think you'd have more fun being a traitor. Mm, I don't think they. I think they could have way more fun being a traitor. And I think that they don't seem to have really embraced the fact that this is a game. So, no, like they are very concerned with how other people perceive them to be. Yeah, and it is a game, and it's like they shouldn't take it personally. But it all seems very personal at the moment. Uh, would you be accusing people to put them off your scent? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think Maddie is shooting herself in the foot. Yeah. I think they might be ousting her soon. Yeah. I hope that Amos doesn't go because I've got a crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I still And his think big arms. They should have asked him to be a traitor because they're new. You know, they've come back in. They're not connected to anyone. Mm. But, yeah, I absolutely love it. I, I wasn't sure when I first started watching it and then suddenly I'm four episodes in and I love it. It's not really your thing, is it, really? No. Those reality TV shows? No, but there's something about it which really appeals to me. The sort of psychological element. Yeah, because it's a bit like a murder mystery game, because they murder people at night, don't they? So that also appeals to me, because I love a murder mystery. Um, and, you, and I bet you think that you'd look quite good in one of those cloaks. I would definitely look good. I in think, fact, I think you've probably worn one of those in one of your films. I get a feeling, though, that if, if I was a traitor or not, I would have been ousted by now, because I feel that everybody thinks I'm a traitor. We're mm. <laughs> In lockdown, some friends, we all used to play board game arena at night, and there was a game where you were a saboteur. It's a bit like this game. But no, you did, no one knows. But you were you had to try and saboteur everyone. It was like a mining game, mm. and without fail, I got accused of being the saboteur every single game, whether I was or I wasn't. Why do you think that is? I don't know. People just don't trust me. I can't think why, Tommy. <laughs> how, do, how do you think I'd fare? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe you you'd get the same. Maybe yeah. Maybe you get the same reaction. I think maybe maybe we're a bit calculating. Or we we appear to be a bit calculating. There is a thing about people with blonde hair and blue eyes that they're supposed to be perceived as more trustworthy. Okay. Well, that's not me, is it? (laughs) (coughs) Anyway. Are you going to edit all these coughs out? Uh, I might do. I might not. I might do one then. Yeah. (coughs) I mean, Caleb started it. In the oh, last yeah. episode, you know, so maybe we we have a little cough before we start talking or breaking um, into poetry. But uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't got any poetry for you tonight. <laughs> uh, I've got snacks, and on that theme, do you have any unusual foods that you like at Christmas? I like a roll mop. Oh yeah, um, what's that? Is it just like a pickled herring? Pickled herring, yeah. yeah. Oh well, that comes up in a minute. I mean, there comes a point where I'm just after anything fresh and green, mm. because it just all comes a bit rich after a bit, really. Yeah, it's quite rich food that we have, um, isn't it? Anyway, so I was looking at when I was ill, I was farting a lot. Well, you- <laughs> oh, God, it was just something. Mm, I think that was that was to do with the flu as well. Yeah. I was off. I think for the first couple of days, I was on the loo a lot. I even googled why am i farting so much when i've got the flu. And what did it say? Something about bacteria. Uh, okay. Maybe not good bacteria. So anyway, i decided to do a bit of investigation into unusual christmas fare from around the world. In China, they give apples on christmas eve. And the, I, I, I mean app is an apple like something festive. I would associate al- apples with the more like sort of halloween really. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Christmas is a public holiday in China having virtually no cultural ties it to the no, it isn't. Mm. Uh, no cultural ties to the festival which has its roots in western christianity. However, celebrating christmas has become more and more popular, especially among younger generations of chinese people. In recent years, one tradition has been adopted and that's to share apples on christmas eve with your loved ones. The apples are carved with an encouraging message and wrapped in colourful paper, ready to be presented. They're known as peace apples and are a way to show how much you care about the health and well being of someone. Mm. I wonder about China in the sense that they've had all this, you know, all the very strict lockdown rules. They're just beginning to relax them. So mm. they might be attending, like... Maybe if the young people are into Christmas, they might be attending more Christmas parties. They're not vaccined enough to deal with it, and they're going to have another... You think they might have another wave? Yeah. I don't know. Well, but the apple might keep the doctor at bay. <laughs> Let's hope so. You never know. Mm. What about KFC at Christmas? I don't think I've ever had a KFC in my life. Um, well, <laughs> KFC Christmas dinner is a thing in Japan... So, Japan has very few Christmas traditions. It does, however, have Christmas fried chicken, a relatively new tradition by most standards. Its popularity started to grow in the 1970s when KFC in Japan began to promote fried chicken as a Christmas meal. Mm. These days, sitting down to a KFC Christmas dinner is something Japanese people have to start thinking about months in advance, with an estimated 3.6 million families expected to partake each year. Pre-booking is essential if you don't want to wait in line for hours. So KFC Uh, is open on Christmas Eve? In in Japan it is. Mm. I mean, maybe you could book book a table and have your Christmas dinner there. Yeah, I would. Yeah, what, what would you go for? I mean, I'm not familiar with the menu. No, well, but, it's just fried chicken. Isn't but I would it? just have fried chicken. Yeah, fried yeah. chicken or a burger. or I think they do like chicken popcorn or something as well. Could you have some broccoli with it? <laughs> I think if it was <laughs> if it was over here, you'd definitely have broccoli with it mm. and, and some Brussels sprouts. Mm. <laughs> Kentucky fried Brussels sprouts. Maybe that's a new thing. Like it's a whole fusion that could happen. This next one, I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this right, is Shadotchka Podshaboy. It's Russian. It sounded more Portuguese the way you said it. Shadotchka Podshaboy. Is that more Russian? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Originating in Russia is probably one of the most extravagant-looking dishes on this list, literally translated to herring under a fur coat. Oh, this is that, my story. I know, right? It's, it's called so because it's made up of diced pickled herring that's layered under diced potato, carrots, beetroot, onions and mayonnaise, then topped with boiled eggs, often fashioned to elaborate designs, The dish is usually served as party food and is a must on many Russian holidays, particularly at Christmas time. Like a Fabergé egg? Well, I guess so. Where does the fur coat come in? Or is that just the diced carrot and. Yeah, maybe. Unless you're going to make a crumble out of it. But actually, that sounds quite tasty. Everybody's good at cooking something. <laughs> I'm good at cooking crumble. <laughs> in fact, I've got one in the oven. Would, Would you like, like some? <laughs> uh, Hove is a Norwegian dish originating in the western regions of Norway. Samlahove is a dish made of a sheep's head served with potatoes and rutterbagger. I don't know what that is. It's traditionally served on the Sunday before Christmas and would be an indulgent meal for the poorer Norwegian population. What makes this dish super interesting is the way in which it's prepared. The head of the sheep, sorry for those of you who are sensitive, the head of the sheep would be split in two, Once split, the brain would be removed and the pieces are soaked in water for two days. Once soaked, the head would be salted, dried, then smoked. It would then be boiled or steamed, ready to be eaten. The eating process is also an art in itself. Firstly, the ears and eyes are eaten, as they're considered a delicacy. The meat would then be eaten from the skull, starting at the front and working your way back. These days, Samalahov tends to be reserved for tourists... And isn't something that would usually be found on a Norwegian dinner table at Christmas? Oh, I don't think I want a sheep's head for Christmas. But there's no—they don't do anything with the brain, then. Well, I'm presuming they—that's d- uh, the meat, isn't it? Oh, okay. I would have thought. Because why would you? Why oh, okay. Would, yeah, Why yeah, would yeah. you soak it? And mm, mm. oh, I don't know. Um, have you ever eaten brains? Not n- knowingly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 brains faggot. Brains faggot. I don't mm-hmm. think they're made out of brains, no. are they? They're probably. But that's made what we're used to at Yeah, we used to. we brought up on brains faggot. Yeah, I think that's just the name. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is what's the content. Mopane worms in southern Africa, rich in protein. The mopane worms are actually the caterpillar of the Gonimbrasia belina moth. While they're not strictly regarded as a Christmas food, they are abundant around the festive period in South Africa. They get their name from the mopane tree, which is well suited to the drought-ridden landscapes of Nibia, Botswana and South Africa, providing the perfect haven for the worms to flourish. Harvests begin in late November, making them an ideal Christmas treat, especially for the older generations. It sounds a bit I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah, well, I thought that about the Norway one as well. Yeah, maybe we're giving them ideas for their Christmas special. Mm. And lastly, the feast of seven fishes, which is an Italian and American tradition. Be, be big on fish at Christmas. I mean, you like your pickled herring. I also like pickled herring. It's really nice. And actually, I often have um, smoked salmon, smoked salmon for breakfast, yeah. prawn cocktail, a prawn cocktail for yeah. like a starter. Yeah. yeah. In an avocado. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even though we're not part of Europe anymore, we can still have an avocado. Mm. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I like a bit of fish at Christmas. Anyway, in past generations, it it was tradition for Roman Catholics to abstain from eating meat and animal fats around Christmas. But one tradition that has arisen from this is what's known as the Feast of Seven Fishes. Though it has no official role in the Roman Catholic calendar, the feast is said to represent the significance of the number seven in the Bible. The feast will take place on Christmas Eve, with numerous different fish and seafood dishes being served across many courses. The roots of the feast are placed in southern Italy, part of the country dominated by delicious fish dishes taken from the bountiful coastline. As the Italians began to migrate to America in the late 1880s, so did the Feast of Seven Fishes, making it a popular, nostalgic celebration dinner among Italian-American families today. Mm. Will you be trying any of these at Christmas? I'll just get what I'm given and be grateful. Really. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't Even really... if it's a sheep's head. <laughs> I would try it. I think I would try yeah. it. It might be delicious. Yeah. What are you doing for Christmas? Well... I'm being quite extravagant. I'm going Marks and out. I'm go, no, I'm going out for dinner for a three-course meal and a glass of fizz. Uh, no, with Mass. Okay. And it was her idea, and which is a bit—it's a bit weird actually, because I've—I've cooked Christmas dinner for every year for about 15 years. Mm. So it's going to be a bit weird that I'm not going to do that. I still might get all the stuff in and cook it on Boxing Day or something. Mm-hmm. Well, you could get it reduced in Martin's Spence. Yeah, I could. T- <laughs>
3: well, that's a, that's a really good Bristol. idea,
2: actually. <laughs> what other what other Christmas fare do you like? Food wise, yeah, I've got a little treat for us later, which are chocolate and orange cookies and cream biscuits. I thought you were pointing at the golden Virginia tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got that as a treat <laughs> to help our coughs, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But what what else? I love a pig's in blanket. I'd, I'm a big lover of like cold meats and pickles mm. at Christmas. In fact, that's more of a... Like the Christmas dinner supper is almost my favourite. My, more of than my, a Christmas dinner. One of my favourite things, and always has been actually, is, um and my mum does them, and I think they're probably a Delia Smith recipe, mm. is a Stilton ball. Mm. So it's like stil Stilton and probably... Is it cream, cream, or cream cheese? Cream cheese, yeah. And then they're rolled in pe- roasted peanuts. Oh wow! They sound amazing. And served at room temperature with a gin and tonic. Great! That's well, all round to your mum's this Christmas then. Well, I don't really know whether how much food she'll be cooking this year. because oh, She's right. not been a well woman. You should get the recipe off her. Yeah, I could do, couldn't I? Yeah, it sounds like a good Christmas tradition to start. Anyway, should we have a little break? Yeah, let's do that. Because yeah. uh, then we can have a fag and some crisps. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you can, uh, hopefully there'll be some festive adverts. And uh, we'll see you after this. Ryan Reynolds
1: here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
2: little sleigh bells so we're back so what what Christmas traditions do you love Tommy I love you coming round on Christmas Eve and drinking a bottle of sherry (laughs) with me yeah Um, Um, that's a that's a good Christmas tradition that's all I can think of the parties (laughs) yeah I quite like the parties Mm. it feels like there's a lot of parties this year yeah and like you I feel like I need to Embrace them. Embrace them now mm. after the illness. Yeah. Is there anything else that you that you love that you think, oh, when you think of Christmas, you're like, oh, yeah. Sausage rolls. Sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> when we were kids, you mm. know, we used to always go round to my uncle's house if, of an evening. Yeah. And my uncle was a self-made millionaire. Mm. And he had a video camera. This was like in the 80s and 90s. Nobody else had them. No. And it was a, like a proper old school video camera that had like, you would put a VHS- Tape in it, in yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And carry this massive unit around. We used to do like shows for each other. <laughs> and they were invariably like, we did like two soups, Victoria Wood. <laughs> and um we did things like, um the the Old Devil Called Love Oh yeah um, That was a French saunter's one as well Yeah um, And me and my mum Always did Lady Penelope and Parker <laughs> <laughs> Oh Parker I'd like to take a little ride <laughs> um, And sometimes we'd roll a verse Okay. So I'd be Parker and she'd be Lady Penelope. <laughs> you'd be, usually yeah, you'd be Lady Penelope. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it ended up. Yeah. I've, I'd never actually thought of Lady Penelope and Parker as being a Christmas tradition. I think it was because one year I got it on vinyl. Right. Because you used to be able to get things like that, didn't you? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. And I got the like a little recording of E.T. on vinyl once as well. Mm. So we did things like that. Oh, yeah, well, E.T. has just been re-released. They're showing it at the watershed next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I saw a picture of them all reunited all mm. the middle age. How, how's E.T. looking these days? <laughs> <laughs> well, at school they used to call me E.T. because I used to look a bit like E.T. because I wore that coat and I, you know, had a skinny neck mm. and big eyes. Yeah, my brother used to call me E.T. when I was a kid as well. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's quite triggering for me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do a little Christmas snack out of it with these um, chocolate and orange cookies and cream biscuits from Marks and Spencers? Sure. Shall we... I just noticed these today. I've never seen them before. I've been on the Too Good To Go app. Have what, you ever done that? What is it? It's like when you um, oh right when when things are b- at the end of the day yeah and there's a cafe opposite me that often does really nice sandwiches and either donuts or cakes as well so I've already had like a big cheese and ham sandwich oh. and and a, and a honeycomb donut oh lovely do you want to try one of these new Christmassy cookies and cream. What do you reckon? Do they taste Christmassy? Not to me. Mm. I feel oh, there's more orange now than there was. Mould cider. Mm. I went round the shops today to try and find those sachets. Oh, yeah. Harvey Nicks. I've got four assistants trying to find them. Everyone was like, no, I don't work in that department. (laughs) Yeah, where would you? This is the problem. Why is Marks and Spencer's not in the centre of town in Mm. Bristol anymore? They would have done them. What do you reckon? What do you reckon to these? I mean, they're nice. Yeah. I'm not sure they're the taste of Christmas. What do you think is the taste of Christmas? What do you like? I actually quite like a mince pie. Mm. I can't stop once I because they come in a pack of six, and I, I did the other day just all six in one go. Did you? Last night I ate four in one go whilst watching Dot Cotton's funeral. Which is what she would have wanted. I think it is what she would have wanted. I also, but I like um, a bit of brandy butter with mine. Okay, yeah, I'm quite a dry person. I think. But I do also like brandy butter. Yeah. Uh, and I do love Christmas pudding. Well, Christmas pudding can be quite divisive. In what way? Well, some people just don't like it. Yeah. It's a bit Marmite, isn't it? Mm. So like you either love it or you hate it. Um, and I don't mind it. I don't. I, <laughs> uh, I quite like it. I mean, I'm not going to, I wouldn't eat it any other time of year. Mm. I don't think. I would eat mince pies throughout the year, maybe. Yeah, Christmas cake. Do you like a bit of fruit cake? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, with a cup of tea. Yeah. I do love a chocolate log. That's one of my favourite Christmas traditions. I think. And turkey. I don't really eat turkey the rest of the year, but I I, I love it at Christmas. Will you be having turkey in your fancy restaurant on Christmas? Oh, I day? hope so. Are they giving you a set menu? Yeah, there's a set menu on the... I think there's a little choice of things, but, yeah, I think it will be turkey. I guess we could have beef. When I'm cooking Christmas dinner, I normally do turkey, but I do lamb as well. Wow. So... Have it's a, all in the oven together. Yeah. Just little joints, not massive, because I never cook for many people, but, you know. But I think it's quite nice to have both. So... And roast potatoes. Yeah, I love the roast potatoes. Well, um, we'll be having those on Sunday when we have a Christmas roasting before <laughs> before the Christmas roast. Will we be roasting each other? I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do some Christmas crond quandaries? Well, I just looked at the first one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll do a Christmas gong. And, dear old queens, if you had to choose between sex and romantic love, what would you choose? I would much rather have a man bring me flowers and cuddle with me than full-blown sex. Sex for me has always been an issue. I can't sleep with someone without emotion. This reminds me of that question. Do you remember we had that question about romance as a kink? Mm, That was very popular. It was, yeah. Yeah. Maybe this guy should, um, or person—I don't know what the sex is to be honest. Maybe they should uh, think, consider romance as a kink. <laughs> <laughs> how do you? How do you feel? Well, I'd like to. I don't. I don't. I can't. I'm not the sort of person that really would want a cuddle, and it, I mean, I probably would like a cuddle, but I think I'd rather go with the sex. I like sex and a cuddle. Mm. I can't seem to sleep with someone without emotion. That's not true for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is true for some people. Mm. I feel like, but I feel like, you know. You there's never, no shame in that. But you never know if there's going to be emotion or not, mm. do you? Yeah. So why, you know, you might meet someone and fancy them and have sex with them. And for that moment, there's emotion, and then there isn't. Mm. Afterwards. It feels a bit divisive to just want sex with emotion. I don't know why we have to choose. That's what I would say. Okay, you don't. Mm. I mean, (laughs) it's Christmas. You don't have to choose, (laughs) Tommy. I think that, um, and having had just some flowers delivered to me from a friend Mm. flowers from a friend means more really than something romantic because they're usually apologizing for something they've (laughs) done really badly (laughs) or but you know showing i think flowers are always nice for like Mm. birthdays and stuff Mm. particularly for guys i think because we you don't often get flowers. I do like yellow roses, so mm. I'm very pleased with those. Yeah, what are the other ones? What are the little purpley ones? Don't know, dead, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold out there today, yeah. and and they were on your doorstep. They actually look better than they did an hour ago. They're perking up. Mm. They're perking up, they're getting in the Christmas vibe, the party vibe. And, it's, and it is... Still quite cold in this flat, isn't it? It is, yeah. Mm. But I, I did not quite worked out. The heat I, d- yet. I did kind of wangle the thermostat, but um, it seems to be getting colder rather than warmer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, you never know. Maybe this next question will heat things up for us, Tommy. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Dear old Queens, am I the only one for whom sexting does nothing for? I don't know, I'm more of a uh, cerebral dude. Receiving nudes actually turns me off. I like the anticipation and using my imagination. I'm presuming they mean someone saying they fancy you and then, yeah, like, what a nude? Yeah, I mean, it, it, so I, it could mean, like, I, I often get involved in text messaging that's very sort of like... I'm going to do this, 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 then you're going to do this, this, and then we're going to do this. And then. Mm. And I find that a bit tiresome because it's like, can't we just see what happens? Yeah. Um, I, I'm happy to receive a nude. I don't really like receiving just a dick. No. It doesn't really mean anything because you can't put it in context. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the whole picture. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, sexy talk is good. But, yeah, I, d- I think the... Like preempting what's going to happen mm. sometimes leads to disappointment, mm. <laughs> and actually, um, I like a suck it and see approach. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> but you know, whatever floats your boat, really. I, mean, I think some people just get off on like talking dirty about what they want, and sometimes they end up. I don't know if you've ever had this where. They don't turn up. Well, they just (laughs) want to talk about the sex or send you pictures Mm. or videos and stuff Mm -hmm. and then they don't actually want to meet. Yeah, I get that a lot. Mm. Yeah. Do you think we've covered that one? Probably. (laughs) Um, This one's longer. Okay. The next one. Dear old queens, should I ask out my co-worker? It's not the end of the question. So I matched with a co-worker on Tinder. We are acquaintances, but we've gotten a bit closer recently, and we have lived in the same city for years. We matched about two weeks ago, and he's been talking to me more at work every day. I was thinking of asking him via Tinder to get drinks. I'm leaving the company in April, as is he. So I feel like since we aren't close and are leaving, it's low pressure and low risk. Also, drinks is casual, but also I wouldn't mind being friends with him should it not go anywhere. The only thing is that surely he wouldn't have matched with me on Tinder if he wasn't at least slightly interested, right? Any advice or honesty would be appreciated. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Has this happened to you? No. Well, not in a work situation. I mean, I've... I've been fair play to this person. I I can't seem to manage to uphold a conversation with someone on on Tinder for any length of time. Let alone Are you on Tinder? Yeah. Mm. I have been on Tinder, but I'm not currently. But like you match with people and you have like a like a couple of sentences and then it just fizzles. So, I guess if you know this person but, they, but aren't they saying that they haven't really had those conversations on Tinder? They've been having the conversations in real life? No, they've been having them on Tinder, I think. Oh, right. Well, they matched on Tinder. Uh, we matched two weeks ago, and he's been talking to me more and more every day. Okay, yeah. And I was thinking about asking him via Tinder to get drinks. Why doesn't he just ask him in real life? Mm. I think this guy obviously fancies you. What? Well, A, because you matched, and also he's been talking to you. Mm. So... Just go for a drink. Yeah, I don't think it has to be pressurised. It could be just like, on the spur of the moment, let's go for a drink. Well, this time of year, mm. you never know what's going to happen at the office Christmas party, do you? You don't. You don't. I'm assuming they'll have an office Christmas party. So, you know, get a few drinks, down you, and um, be a bit flirtatious. Right.
3: I'll have a finger blanket <laughs> then. <laughs>
2: Shall we open that another another bottle of prosecco? Yeah. Do you like a Christmas romance? A Christmas romance? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking that, like, it would be quite nice to have a flirtation at a party so it's not just the same because I tend to go to Christmas parties mm. and quite often it's just the same people. Yeah. But just a different location. Yeah. When you work in the arts, it's just... And, and you live in a, in a city like Bristol. Yeah. It's just the same faces in different locations. Yeah. There's never anyone there, really, that I would like flirting with. and But, yeah, wouldn't mind doing that this year. Yeah. Nice to mix it up a bit. But with the way that I am at the moment, I might just be coughing in their faces. Uh, that can also be hot. You never know if they've got, like, a coughing kink. And... They might love it. This is one of yours. It is, yeah, from the, my naked wine collection. Coldy, <laughs> coldy lucia. <Yeah. laughs> well, it's just come out of the fridge, so it should be coldy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also got a big magnum. Did you? Yeah, which was which was free. Well, I mean, it's not free, is it? But yeah. are you going to save that for <laughs> Christmas Day? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. What are you doing for New Year's Day? Uh, New, Year's. New Year's Eve. I don't know yet. But I'm open to offers. I haven't got any offers to give you. Okay, fair but enough. Apart from I know someone that's got a magnum.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <coughs> yeah. Ooh. Have we done the co-worker one, do you think? I don't know. Do you have anything more to say about that? I think I work as a... Co- it's, if you work in a big company, I think that's quite a good way to meet people. Yeah, it doesn't really say the kind of logistics of the organisation. Mm. But in my head, it's quite a big corporate thing. I feel like it's a big corporate company. i sort of got a picture of a call centre in my head, mm. which is nice. Yeah. I mean, I think when you're dating, you want exposure to a pool of people, don't you? I think the apps feel like really stagnant in Bristol. It's always the same old faces. Yeah. Oh, that's quite nice. I've just bought some velvet trousers. I forgot about that. Oh yeah. For Christmas. Yeah, twenty pounds originally fifty. Where'd you get them from? River Island. Trevor Island. Trevor Island. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs>
2: Which I'm glad I asked because they weren't marked down on the price, but There was a big sign saying sale everywhere. I quite like the surprise. Sometimes I decide to buy something and you take it to the counter and then it's just discounted. Mm. I've had that quite a few times. But I was quite surprised because I put them on and they were um, a 32-inch leg, which is not me. Um, Do they fit you? But they were all right, really. Yeah. Well, a shorter leg is all the rage, isn't it? That's what I thought. It's the fashion at the moment. So I would say to this guy co- with the coworker, "Go for it!" And well done for keeping a conversation going with someone on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> you win the Christmas, the what? That old Queen Christmas prize for having a, a Tinder conversation. <laughs> it's a final question. Oh, is it? That- yeah. Who knew? I mean, I was expecting to have like a few more inputs into some of these questions (laughs) (laughs) this evening Um, um, Dear Old Queens what's your favourite Christmas fetish? Now we did this a few years ago but they've listed them here Chrysophilia which is love of gold or sparkly things Dendrophilia which is an attraction to trees or Santophilia which is being attracted to Santa. It's like a Santa fetish. Mm. Or do you know of any others? Well, there's balloons, which probably plays out a lot at Christmas time. <laughs> there are lots of people on the apps that like balloons. Isn't that a drug thing? Oh, well, it can be, mm. but yeah. But they just like the the possibility that they might burst. I think that's the Oh, okay. Of it. The, and the sound of it. Mm. So it's like a rubber, mm. almost a rubber fetish. Do you remember when those naked men would do routines with balloons? I love the balloon dance. Mm. I, I would love to do that one day. I think you should. <laughs> so when I say, have you got much on this Christmas, you could say, just a couple of balloons. Just a couple of balloons. <laughs> In strategic places. Mm. Exactly. I've, I've got a fetish for Santa. Mm. For years, I played an elf, Martin the Elf. Yeah, um, I think you've got Martin the Elf's hat on tonight. I, really. I have, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 I fancy it. Santa. Yeah, well, he's hot. Mm. And um, is it just, could it be any Santa? I mean, I prefer it when they make him slightly fitter and kind of <laughs> a bit more. Yeah. I know that's quite um, fascist of me. Mm. that They do that to Santa, but... but. Yeah, but he's a bigger, older guy, isn't he? So, yeah, what's not to like? He's big and hairy and cuddly, and he gives you presents. I mean, that's the whole package, really. What about attraction to trees? Not sexually, no. No. (laughs) I've sort of felt like I've just spent my whole adult life trying to find trees that smell like they used to when we were kids Okay. so you used to have a tree you'd come into your flat or home well like and, a Christmas tree yeah, and, yeah. It, and the whole the whole home It'd smell of smells. pine of pine and they just yeah. don't seem to smell like that anymore no is it I blame Glade there's too much pine in um, air freshener well I listen to um, like minded friends mm. Um. Tom Allen and Susie Ruffle. Mm. It's a very good podcast. If anyone wants to, obviously listen to ours before yeah. you listen to that. Yeah. But if you want to listen to another one, listen. Yeah. to Yeah, and one. they have a lot of listeners and correspondents. Mm. Um, and someone was saying that the White Company fur tree candle, oh, like Christmas tree candle, yeah, makes it is wow. a nice one. Yeah, I, I, th- I don't think we have one of those in Bristol anymore either, do we? No. Um, I saw that Philip Normal is selling a candle that's like I can't be asked to buy you a Christmas present candle. <laughs> I saw that as well. I loved that. Yeah. Um <laughs> And do you remember last year there was that advert that kept well not advert, it was like a little song that kept going around the socials about the candle that just keeps being regifted. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've been given some candles as a gift, which smell awful. Mm. So a Christmas tree candle is probably the best one. I, I like think. a, I you know I go through the candles. I do like a candle. I like a candle mm. as well. Yeah. Um, with the going back to the dendrophilia, mm. the little Christmas tree you've got on your um on your table, I mean, it looks like it could. Like, you could have a dildo in the shape of that Christmas tree. <laughs> it's just the right size, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's mm. kind of the... It's like, I don't know, what, 12 inches? Hmm. I would like to make love under a Christmas tree. In front of an open fire. Yeah, not that one because it's too small. No, like a mm. big one. Yeah. Where it would all shake and mm. everything. It would fall on top of you. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily want it to fall on top of me, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, Christmas used to be way more romantic in the past. I just think it's too cold. Yeah. I think we used to be used to the cold mm. when we were younger. And so we didn't care about it. Whereas mm. now we've had so many years where we've had mild winters mm. that it's like, well, we don't want to go out. Mm. Yeah, there was something quite romantic about the cold before, whereas now it just seems a bit dreary. I think it has all the connotations of, like, spending too much on your heating bill this year. Yeah. It's true. Um, <clears throat> so should we talk about hopes for the hopes for the new year? Oh, yes, let's. As in, can we please have a new government? mm so things start to get better in this country. <laughs> well, you, I think that you you have said on quite a few occasions that you think that that's likely. I think it is likely, but the idiots that vote in this country seem to like Rishi Sunak all of mm. a sudden, and so they've reduced Labour's lead has been reduced recently because they believe the hype as they always do. But we'll see once they get their heating bill in January <laughs> whether they still like Rishi after that. Since leaving, Boris has made nearly a million pounds, I heard. Oh, just a million? Mm. On talks, mm. just on after dinner talks. What, just being drunk and talking nonsense? Mm. I mean, he wasn't a particularly good orator when he was the Prime Minister, was he? was quite physical in in what way what with women <laughs> <laughs> it was a slamming on the t- table kind of vibe, yeah, it was kind of bolstering mm. Mm. yeah don't know i don't think um Liz truss probably is experiencing the same after well, dinner success no I don't think so i <laughs> I mean, she kind of did political suicide. <laughs> yes, yeah, a shame she was a bit misguided, but she, you know, she did single-handedly nearly destroy the Tory party. It was mm. So good on her, you know. Mm. I think it'd be great if she was actually a covert operative, and in years to come, she writes a book about it. It would be amazing but, if the, that I happened. I mean, it would be like the traitors, yeah, mm. 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 coming full circle. <laughs> Imagine if the Conservative Party were just and like a new series of the traitors. Well, I think that I would like to call them that <laughs> <laughs> uh, because um, I think they've ruined our country. So I rarely get political on this podcast, but I feel like we should be at this point in time. Very good. I agree. What do you think, Tommy? Well, I'm not the most po- po- political person on the planet. I think you are quite political. Well, I'm. I I I I'd, I'd, I'd like to live my life politically, mm. but I'm. Um, I don't have the right vocab to talk about it, really. But I think that you know, I try and save the planet. Yeah. With my actions. Yeah, but I th- I think. The very, the, fa- the very fact that we're queer is political, mm. in a way, because it's against the norm, mm. as it were. So I feel like if if you are a queer person or part of the LGBTQIA community, then being political is part of part and parcel that goes along with that, mm. really. Um, what what do you think that um, Rishi Sunak will have for his Christmas dinner? Something very expensive. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the richest people in the country. Mm. So I don't think he'll be having KFC, do you? Mm. But maybe that's his favourite. Maybe that's what rich people do. They just have you know, Burger King or KFC for Christmas dinner. Has he got children? Oh, I don't know. I'm not that interested. <laughs> I don't know why I asked the question. Really. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm not really that interested. I mean, he's not been he's not been on the news very much, really. Boy's well, he's keeping a low profile, mm. isn't he? Mm. I mean, they're kind of like let's let's hide for a bit and hopefully things will get better. Mm. Bury their heads in the sand. Mm. Well, I hope that. Uh, By some miracle, we have a new government next year and things start to get better. What else would be good if we got... I'd really like this war in Ukraine to stop. Yes. I think that would be quite good. Um, I mean... There was something on the radio just now about how we're just... um, we listen to the news too much and um because it's just all it's all just doom and gloom. Mm. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm thinking that maybe I should stop listening to it. Yeah, I don't I don't actually I dip into it. I don't listen to it religiously because I do find it a bit depressing. Do you have it on in the mornings? No. I do. No, I I look at headlines on my phone. And that's about it, I think, because it's just... Like, there's no good news, ever. Like, at least when we were kids, there used to be, like, a story at the end, which was the good news. Yes, they used to do that Yeah, yeah all the time. But they, don't, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. They just want us scared and in fear. I quite often find that I just tune out, and the only time I tune in is when they accidentally make a little muck up. And they interview the wrong person, or like, <laughs> or play the wrong tape, or yeah. you know. Then suddenly, I'm really interested, and that's not really <laughs> listening to the news in the way that you should. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, it's an interesting way of listening to the news. <laughs> <laughs> what else might be good for the new year? Do you think? Well, I would love to spend January in hotter climate. Yeah. Um, So that's my ambition, really. Yeah, we've got some plans for that. Yeah, flights have yet been booked, and so I'm, like, wanting that to happen. I'm a bit concerned about these flight... Like, there's a flight attendants being on strike over Christmas. Well, I think Christmas is just a shit show, really, unless you... There's rail strikes. Unless you don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Send anything. Yeah. Or, um... (laughs) keep warm exactly. <laughs> yeah it feels like Christmas is cancelled mm. again does it a little yeah. bit unfortunately all I have <coughs> to say is thank heaven for the TV thank heaven for the traitors mm. and some Christmas films I'm going to go and see The Bishop's Wife at the Watershed which is a good Christmas film it's a bit like Meet Joe Black and Meets It's a Wonderful Life well as I was walking past you When you were doing your box office shift. Oh, yeah. Someone was, I got the impression anyway, that they were bemoaning the fact that they weren't able to get a ticket for the wonderful life. It's a wonderful life, yeah. I don't know, I just made that up, but it obviously was. Yeah. And you said, well, I think you should go and see them. The bishop's wife? Yeah. Yeah, because it's a good alternative. And I like the way you did it, because you said, can I make a recommendation? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm very good at my job, mm. particularly because I push for the bishop's wife to be programmed in the watershed as well. Oh, <laughs> so did you. yeah, it's the 75th anniversary of the show. Mm. So yeah. in due in the summer, I Mark Hosgrove, who's the programmer, I said to him, "Why don't we show the bishop's wife instead of It's a Wonderful Life?" And they said, "Oh, we'll show it as well as, but we won't show it instead of." But it turns out it's been instead of. So. And who is the bishop's wife? Um, I can't remember the actress, but it's got... It's not Ava Gardner. It's got Cary Grant and David Niven in it. Oh, OK. Cary Grant is an angel mm. who comes down to uh, help the bishop and his wife rekindle their relationship, shall we put it in a way. But uh, he ends up kind of having an affair with the bishop's wife. That's why it's a bit like Meet Joe Black. Oh, OK. But it's good fun. There's a lovely scene where they're ice skating on a lake. So, you know, I'd go and see it just for that. And what pe- period of time is it? Oh, I don't know, 1920s? Oh. Yeah, it's an old film. I think it was a 1930s film. Mm. So, anyway, Tommy, have we come to the end of our queer Quandary party? It doesn't, it doesn't really feel feel like it's been a party tonight. No, but we can't have a party every night. We can no, this is true. And we need to gear ourselves up for the party season. Yeah. Have you got a Christmas wish to say to our audience? Well, just um I hope you're keeping warm. <laughs> Cuz we're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite cold in here. <laughs> yes. Um please keep warm. And have a fabulous Christmas. And thank you for listening to all of our silly conversations on our podcast. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see you sometime in the future on What That Old Queen. Happy Christmas. You have been listening to What? That Old Queen, written and presented by Tom Marshman and Bernie Hodges. The show was produced by Bernie Hodges Forge Hodge Podcasting in 2022. If you have a question for the Old Queens, or you'd like to be a guest, or you want to sponsor a show and give us lots of money, you can email hello at thatoldqueen.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.